Hi, this is Joy B. And this is James B. And this is the Glow Your Goddess podcast. Welcome back. So, welcome back for those who are already with us and welcome to our newcomers. We do want to remind you, please guys, check us out. We are on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, and of course we are on Podbean where you may be listening right now. Wherever you found us, go ahead, rate us. Let everybody know, you know, what's up, that you like our content, because the more that you rate us, the more that people get to share and what it is that we're sharing with you. And we hope it is always helpful, juicy, fun, and a part of Glowing Your Goddess. We appreciate you guys following us. We have got such a great following already. We've had tremendous success, and we thank you guys for following us. Be sure and check out Joy's website, RenewYourselfWithJoy.com, and GlowYourGoddess.com, of course, where the Glow Gang hangs out. And if you need it, Joy does coaching, and she's a therapist, and you can sign up on her website and join her coaching program. It's a small monthly fee, and you get to spend time with her personally and listen to her um, with group talks and personal talks and videos and encouragement and glowing up. If you guys check out the page, you will see everything that I drop in there. There's a whole lot of resources, and I make sure that you always have brand new content, kind of the same way we make sure you have new content for the podcast. I definitely want to make sure that all my goddesses have something new to work on and a new space to be challenged every single month. So I make sure that things are not stagnant for you when you come over and you join the Glow Gang. Great. Um, We are interviewing somebody again this week. Oh my gosh. So we just interviewed someone for the first time in our podcast last week, which I thought was a really awesome interview with a solopreneur. And this week we are also going to be talking to another solopreneur. However, she is kind of in my arena, which I'm excited about. She's another clinician. But she is an expert in sex therapy. She is sex therapy? In sex therapy. We're going to be talking about some sex tonight. What? Sizzle, I'm so sizzle. Excited. <laughs> I'm excited too because I've already done all the recording and editing for the interview. So I know what it's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> so the person that we are going to be sharing our interview with tonight is Miss Rennell E. Nelson. So... Rennell is super engaging and charismatic. She's a clinician and speaker that gives out hope and actionable steps to create change. You guys know I love that. I'm all about not just talking about your glow, but implementing what you need to actually be on that glow up. She founded Kaleidoscope Services um, to create a safe and non-judgmental space for clients who may not be able to change their circumstances, but can change their view, mindset, perspective, guys. That's everything. Rennell uses her own past experience, and she's going to talk a little bit about that with us in the interview, with some sexual disconnection and betrayal to show her scars, to give hope on healing, not just for survival, but also to thrive, right? It's not just enough to survive. We want to thrive, goddesses. Rennell has assisted numerous couples and individuals through the sex, love, and chaos of their relationship to the renewal of love, reconnection, and healing in her 13 years as a therapist. So she's been around for a while perfecting her craft, all right? Rennell has combined being a licensed marriage and family therapist 
and a certified sex therapist to brand herself as an infidelity intimacy recovery strategist. That is hot. What? Infidelity intimacy recovery strategist. That is renowned. She creates a strategic plan to assist committed individuals with reconnecting back to themselves, right? Back to their lives and reconnecting to their relationships after a betrayal has happened. So I'm so excited about digging in with her about all the work that she does and her dropping some like nuggets for us as to how we can better connect with ourselves with our partners and really be free intimately and sexually right so I have gathered questions from people who wanted to know some things around this arena around this area and Rennell is willing to share her expertise and her knowledge on this I'm really excited about this interview that we did, and I encourage you goddesses to grab your partner and listen to this one together because there is so much in here for couples and individuals that you do not want to miss this. And so without further ado, we'll get into the interview. Renell, thank you so much for joining us today. We know we have a little bit of a time difference, so we appreciate you getting out of bed to join us. Thank you. Yeah, Renell's about three hours ahead of us, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. Three or four. Three, nice. three or four. Uh-oh. What time is it where you are? 11.13. 11.13, yes. So we're at 2.13. Mm-hmm. So we have plenty of sleep. And it's Sunday, so we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Renell, we already shared a lot about who you are, how you show up in the world, and the kind of work you do. Is there anything that you wanted to add about who you are and how you work with your clients? No, not at this time. Okay. (laughs) It was was well-rounded. Good. Mm -hmm. So, Ronell, I did have a few questions that I thought the goddesses that I work with would find um, helpful to have answers to. And if there's additional things that you think is going to be helpful, we'll get into that as well. But let's Mm -hmm. go ahead and start with some of the questions that we came up with. Okay. So, um, what was it that moved you to get into your work around intimacy and sex? What about this is really, um, I guess, important to you? Okay, so um, like stated, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, um, certified sex therapist, and fidelity recovery. So what I did is I did everything. I was a platform. My platform is what I needed. Mm-hmm. That I didn't see. It was nobody discussing the topics um, of interest and that I needed at that time. It looked like me. So I became her. Um, I was habitually betrayed in my relationship. Nobody was really talking about infidelity. Uh, so I, I knew how to just deal with it. I didn't know how to stay and make it better. Mm-hmm. So I, I needed somebody. And right now, due to people, how people deal with um, monogamy and infidelity. I didn't get the answers that I really wanted. So I stayed in a relationship and it didn't get better. Mm-hmm. So nobody told me how to stay. So, and then when I left, nobody told me that the trauma still existed. Yeah. So I just needed that education. So I specialize in infidelity now. Sex, sex, sex. Being a, a, a black woman, we are very sexualized. Um, a lot of times in our family, we are not taught about sex. We just taught what not to do. Mm-hmm. So I use my body at a very young age to please mm-hmm. and not to receive. And I was very disconnected. I had a lot of questions. My friends had a lot of questions, but nobody was really talking about anything um, to enhance. 
So when uh, I went to school and I was in a sex uh, therapy class, one of my teachers said, you know what, we need more people in the field that look like you, a black woman, Mm -hmm. to discuss these. And just hearing about what my friends was talking about and everything, I said, you know what, I want to do this. So everything on my platform is based out of need. Got it. So I became what I needed and I felt that would assist other people in my position. Yes. So what is the quote? Be the change in the world that you want to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So and that's exactly what you're describing right now, that you became that because so many of us can know that there's a need and then just continue to look for others and look for others who are not quite like us and try to find the wisdom from them. And it really doesn't necessarily align because their their journey, their experiences are so different from ours. As much as people are trying to do everything that they can to help, it's it is a different experience to get the information from someone who didn't go through the same cultural barriers, have the same type of information. I know for us culturally, or for myself, I'll say for myself, I, at least three of my uncles are pastors. You know what I mean? My family owned funeral homes, and so we were very like religious and spiritual, and there was so much shame around sex right so much so that was a huge driver as to what i was going to do what sex was actually for what it wasn't for um and what i was never going to dare to explore and i can't say that that was all of our experiences because also culturally some of our experiences were to do things a little bit quicker and to be exposed to things right so like okay so even for me i would say because my family was one way and my friends were maybe on the other side of that People told me, not until I think it was uh, college, when I finally actually had sex, and I was all excited, right? They're like, girl, we've been having sex. We just didn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, um, yeah, there's a lot that goes, I think, with our background that really shifts how we can connect. And when we can connect, we can help people in such a deeper way when we can empathize. So I love that. I so appreciate the fact that this was drawn from your own space and understanding the need for your spirit and your heart and your health. And how can I then help someone else experience the same growth? Yes. Love that. Okay. So what are some of the common concerns women come to you with when it comes to connecting to their partners and um, their concerns around level of intimacy? Okay. So, um, because I deal with individuals mm-hmm. and couples, I take the same approach to both. Mm-hmm. A lot of my couples come together because of lack of desire, lack of communication, uh, lack of intimacy. Mm-hmm. I always start back with them. I believe in me before we. Mm-hmm. I believe in that your partner compliments and doesn't complete you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we go into relationships and we project our unmet needs onto our partner. A lot of times we feel like our partners, because of time and because of sex or anything, we feel like our partners should know us. Mm -hmm. So we base our relationships off of assumptions. So we leave in our happiness and our pleasure up to our partners who just are exploring themselves. So a lot of times when I have this, everything is the same. I really put everybody like separate and like saying, who are you? Mm -hmm. When we talk about intimacy, we always talk about into me you see. We always want our partner to see into us, but we don't see into ourselves. Mm. To be truly intimate, you have to know, not only know your story, you have to be able to share your story. But the key concept is to know your story. Mm. A lot of people are not really fully giving themselves to their partner because they they feel like their partner will not truly love them for who they are. 
So when they give out intimacy, they always feel like something missing. And it's not missing within their partner, it's missing within them. So what I try to not try, what I do is reconnect them back to their sexual self and their intimacy. Mm -hmm. I, I create a space for them to know their story, learn their story, and tell their story. Mm -hmm. They have to know what all with intimacy, you have to know what your desires is, mm -hmm. what arouses you, mm -hmm. what's your sexual map, what's your love language. Yeah. You know, you have to know those things inside yourself so you can be able to gift intimacy to your partner. And if you can't do that, you know, we go to the whole thing of I'm nobody not being intimate. No, you think something missing because you're missing a part and you want them to complete that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with individuals and couples, we always work on self-intimacy. Because again, it's me before we. I say go in before you can go out. Yes. So what does that look like? So when somebody is, I guess, suffering from a space of making it about we or making it about I'm trying to line up with the, with the story that this person wants from me, I'm trying to please them. What does it look like when they're coming to see you um, when it's a problem? My partner doesn't do this. We can't connect. We can't communicate. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not aroused. Um, we grew apart. Okay. My okay. wife won't, my wife won't, um, I want to be, have an open relationship and she doesn't want to fix her. Oh, so, okay. So people are coming for you to fix their partner because their partner isn't falling within whatever mold they think is normal or they have expectations for. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Do you find that communication is the key in all of that? Communication is the key, but that's such a broad topic. I think that everybody say communication is the key, and that's, um, I say, is just part of it. It's how you communicate, mm -hmm. and if you open for that space. Everybody lumps stuff into communication, and it's just not that easy. Mm -hmm. It's tone, delivery, awareness, mm -hmm. being open, being present. Yeah. We don't talk about those things. We say communication is a key. So a lot of my couples just talk, but they're mm -hmm. not talking about nothing. They're right. only on the surface. Nobody get below the surface. Mm -hmm. And they come in there. So a lot of times I'm, 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 they come in there and they want to fight me on, we good friends and we have good communication. I ask them two questions and they don't even know. Because they so want to prove to me Mm -hmm. That is good. But when I go down, they don't want to be embarrassed. So I have to tell them, well, me to come in. Mm -hmm. You have to get to open the space for me to come in. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you have to release some stuff. Yes. If you come to me, release some stuff, come in there with awareness and want to know. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to challenge people. Mm -hmm. I'm just here to let you see. Yeah. And sometimes we get to know going below the surface. And mm -hmm. when you talk about some stuff below the surface, they haven't talked about it because mm -hmm. they're just scurrying along. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's like we have check-in mm -hmm. and then we have connection. Yes. And it's different. So to say communication is a key, communication is it, but we have to get to the details to really make it effective communication. Yes. And it's like you said, you, you, you were saying when James was asking that, it's how you communicate and all those things. But what you were saying earlier is so huge. It's what you're communicating. And if I don't even know my correct story, my accurate or authentic story to communicate to you everything I'm saying, if, even if it is landing on you, does it even matter? Because 
is it really what I want? Is it really what I'm trying to project anyway? Um, and you had talked earlier about assumptions. I understand that from working with couples, everyone's always making an assumption about something, right? Mm -hmm. So that it's almost like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> like you're responding to the assumption that you had instead of responding to your partner. So I know it is, it's going to be really important if you're working with people around intimacy for you to drop them down to that level of being okay with actually connecting with what's really going on. And, and not yeah. knowing. It's yeah. okay not to know. Mm -hmm. As a couples therapist, like you stated, your partner's your unsolvable puzzle. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to figure out and know. You know the realm, like you know morals and values, but we evolve. You evolve yeah. or die. You know, so we can talk about intimacy when we first start dating. It's mm -hmm. going to change in year one, mm -hmm. two, and five. Yeah. Our arousal patterns change, our moods change, how we like to be loved and everything change. So you can't assume and not have these check-ins mm -hmm. because you're going to be trying to be intimate with me and all like this. And instead of like some of us do, we suffer in silence because that's not it. We don't want to hurt each other, um, each other's pride and everything. So we just suffer in silence and let them continue to do that. And then what forms? Resentment. Yes. I, one of the posts that you put up, um, I loved, and it's so poignant for this. Um, it was, and I may be, I may misquote it, but it was basically the idea of it's not that she doesn't like sex anymore, but she doesn't like the kind of sex, right? Like you basically whatever kind of sex you're having at this moment, and maybe like you said, the sex that you were having when you first dated is different than what she needs now because she has evolved, the relationship has evolved. Um, so you need to connect in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I do think that I, I absolutely agree this idea of not wanting to hurt your partner's feelings. And so we get so stuck in feeling like to honor my partner is to be considerate of them. You know, that can be sacrifice, self-sacrifice. Yes. Where I used to self-sacrifice And that leads us to my favorite talk, topic, betrayal. Not only <laughs> betrayal, but self-betrayal. We betray ourselves. Mm -hmm. We feel like we're not in a position to do that. So we feel like I don't want to be betrayed, so I'm going to honor this. But we betray mm -hmm. ourselves of what? Pleasure. Mm -hmm. We betray mm -hmm. our partner of what? Connection. Mm -hmm. So self-betrayal, what, what have you seen when someone comes in and you know that self-betrayal is what it is, what does that usually look like? How would one know that that may be something that they're experiencing or they're engaging in? Um. A lot of it comes from the infidelity side. Um, I don't deserve a healthy relationship. I don't deserve love. Um, I don't deserve to masturbate because um, I don't deserve pleasure. I don't deserve to know my body because I make the wrong choices. I don't trust myself. And it's not always in the bedroom. When you come outside the bedroom, it's just like not making good decisions, always second guessing yourself, not being in a business, um, not taking on this business contract, not trusting partners, being an introvert. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of people claim introvert, but sometimes it's a defense mechanism. They're mm -hmm. afraid of themselves. You know? Yeah. yeah, And then we can say extrovert. Sometimes that's a form of self-betrayal too. I'm going to overextend and be in everybody's face because I don't want to let anybody down. Mm -hmm. It depends on the person. So self-betrayal will come up with different things. And I just, um, as an effective listener, I just listen. And sometimes when you get people in the space and for them to hear themselves, I say, how do you feel when you just said that? Mm -hmm. They say, I never heard myself say that. I'm like, do mm -hmm. you feel like this is a coping skill? Or do you feel like this, what you want? It's like, you know, him or her is like, you know, it's a coping skill. And then we talk about the pros and cons of a behavior. 
Mm-hmm. As a therapist, you know, that's one thing we do look at is, is every behavior has a pro and a con to it because you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So we, we draw those out and we journal about it so they can see it on paper and they can see it. Is it helping them or harming them? Yes. So you kind of encourage people and give them a space to come to an aha moment with themselves yeah. and within the relationship. I am not the expert on you. You're the expert on you. My my job is to be the guide on your journey. You know your journey. I'm just bumping into your environment and being an observer. Mm -hmm. I'm just pointing out key things. I'm not the expert. Mm -hmm. So we work on, we walk on the journey together. We're doing this hand in hand. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just you being aware of your, not of your boundaries, but the cage you created yourself. Yes. All right. Okay, Renelle, let's see. What has been one of your favorite, speaking of, aha moments or stories you've seen unfolding your work that is a testament to, yes, this is why I do what I do? I have a lot of people. I work with a lot of coaches. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of coaches who come to me. And they say, you know what? I feel like a fraud. I don't feel like myself. I feel like something's missing. Mm-hmm. And I, and we work on that. And it's because they're not reconnect. They're not connected to their self. Mm-hmm. They have the story. They have the audience, but they're not connected to their self. Mm-hmm. To assist them reconnecting to themselves and to watch them bloom, this is why I do that. Mm-hmm. To find, to work with a woman who never orgasm, mm-hmm. to find herself to be able to, not for her partner, but feel pleasure within herself, that's why I do this to really assist a couple that was had infidelity and betrayal in their relationship to reconnect on a better level of understanding and commitment and communication. That's why I do it. Mm. To be able to kind of take something that could appear like either a failure or a tragedy, but really look at, because those are the symptoms of something else, right? Like the things that are happening, whether if it is betrayal, if it is infidelity, whatever that that is, to be able to look underneath that and have that be an opportunity for a deeper connection, I think is is a huge thing. It's a huge piece of your work. I don't even do that. Like I love my couple's work, but that's something I lead to the specialist for that because that that's hard work. That I mean, yes, just like you said, we're not the expert of your lives, but we're the expert of process, but some people have a better expertise in certain areas. So that's a beautiful thing to be able to do that. That's difficult. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. For our goddesses, what would be some key words of wisdom you'd offer them to guide them towards sexual health and a positive view of self? One of the things I do with um, women, um, goddesses, um, is to ask them who told you you weren't great Mm. where did you learn this from Mm -hmm. i just have them sit in silence Mm -hmm. and just really say all the negative narrative can you pinpoint where you heard that from Mm -hmm. and some of them can't Mm. some of them can't because it's assumed and they gave it to themselves Mm -hmm. i asked them to go back and then if they can i say consider the source Mm -hmm. I say, why are you giving them the power over your life? An ex-boyfriend, your mother, your aunt, the church. Mm -hmm. Why are you giving them so much control? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, even in coaching, I have them go back to see where they learn this from. Because I believe in sustainability. And to be ordered to sustain, you have to know the method to the madness. 
Yes. You have to, and I believe in challenging your thoughts. You create your thoughts, but I say, where did you learn this from? Mm-hmm. And I get them to the point for them to be empowered, be like, you know what? My ex-boyfriend told me, but who is he? And you can just see exactly. it evolve. Yes. Who is he to tell me that? He didn't work. He got five, you know, and then mm-hmm. I, and then you see it, that aha moment come in there, and then we move forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we talk about also what is the change that you want to have? Mm-hmm. A lot of us are so broad. I want to work on sex. I want to work on communication. I'm like, I'm very petty. Let's just bring it down. Let's just be <laughs> petty with it. You know, let's just be petty with it. And then I mimic like, Renelle, I want to learn how to do this, Renelle. And they, and they model that. And yes. then they form their goals. Because for you to feel like you can do something, it has to be achievable and measurable. Yes. Right. So we don't want I want to work on communication, but communication takes two. I can teach you how to communicate and how to be present. But remember, we can't rely on that other person. You got to be okay with how you communicate. Yes. So I will tell your goddesses to just really, really, really. I know I sound like a broken record, but this is me. You have to really check in with yourself. You got to see what you need, Mm -hmm. what you desire. What are you searching for? Because yep. nobody can tell you that. And to become a true goddess, mm-hmm. to embrace being a goddess, you have to connect mind, body, soul, spirituality. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure your health is in order to be a true goddess. Yeah. You got to make sure um, I have goddesses who don't even go to the dentist. Um, you know, your oral health is good. You know, if you have inflammation, here's on my sex therapy. You know, I digress quick. <laughs> you know, sex therapy, inflammation, people don't understand the biological factors in the sex. Mm-hmm. Your arousal is biological. Yep. Your medicine you're on. Yes. You know, um, illnesses, mm-hmm. inflammation, that all comes into play with your arousal. Mm-hmm. Take care of your body. Yeah. Feed your body. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people talk about desire, talk about something else. I just ask them, you know, when is the last time? How much water do you drink? Mm-hmm. You know, how, I mean, this is all has to do with arousal. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to talk about that. We want to be these bad bitches. Mm-hmm. We want to do this and that. And we messed up on the inside. Yeah. You know, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. You have to connect to something higher than yourself. Yes. To be a goddess, a true goddess, it got to be outside yourself. Mm-hmm. And nobody want to say that because they want to say what happened to them when they was five and seven, eight. But you grown now. Mm-hmm. You have the key to recreate your own spiritual awareness. Yes. So these are all the aspects to make yourself a true goddess yes. and to make sure you can fully stand up and be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, it sounds like you take a little bit of a holistic approach mm-hmm. when you say that it includes your inflammation, your diet, your, you know, all of those different things. And I can, I can relate to that because if your body feels sick, you don't respond in a certain way. You don't respond to sickness a certain way. You won't respond to excitement a certain way. You won't respond even to stimulation in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so I really like how you take that holistic look into a person's um, well-being. And in so much of modern medication and modern times, we are symptomatic in our fixing things. 
where we don't really go back to that core problem. And I really appreciate that, that you do that with your clients. Yeah, I mean, that's, we have to, because I can tell you, I can tell you how to um, suck on something, perform oral. Mm-hmm. or how to orgasm but if your body's not prepared to take the orgasm i was working with a client yesterday and she was talking about that her orgasms are very muted mm-hmm. and we did a thorough thing but then she said you know she's on antidepressants well come on there you go you know yeah. si you know ssris and everything like that and then the point of your your mood if you're not connected in here i'm sorry in your head you're yeah. not going to be connected in your body Right. So that's the whole thing is reconnecting. Yes. You know, I have so many couples, um, women and men, men, I'm not going to leave the men out. I love my men. They have performance anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I say intimacy starts outside the bedroom. Men watch porn. Men see the size of the penises. Mm -hmm. They look for you for feedback. If you don't tell them what they need, they're going to feel lack. And Mm -hmm. then what happens? That comes from intimacy avoidance. On both parts. If I, I can't please you, I'm going to avoid every bit of intimacy it is. I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not going to hold your hand because I'm scared that when we go to the bedroom, I'm not going to be able to perform. I'd rather not do it yeah. than to let you down. But people don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. People don't want to talk about that. And then we move into infidelity. Now, I'm just keeping it real with real facts. If you're not getting your needs met, some people go outside. Is it wrong? Yes. Does it happen? Yes. yes. You're not responsible for the affair, but you are responsible for what you do inside of the relationship before mm-hmm. the affair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To cheat is a choice. You can be the best person it is, and if your partner still cheat on you, that's something in their self-intimacy they need to work on. Yeah. Right? But we need to shut the platform that if I'm not pleased sexually, if I don't think you provided for me emotionally, mm-hmm. I think we should talk about it. Give your partner a chance, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't feel like they succeed, that's when I say we need to uncouple instead of cheat. Mm-hmm. Be honest about it. Be mm-hmm. honest about what your capabilities are, what your limitations maybe are, but also be honest with yourself about maybe why you are putting limitations. Like you're talking about, I'm not even going to try to go in the bedroom with you if I think I'm going to disappoint. So if I can be honest about that and mm-hmm. kind of, work on those things and it can be completely different instead of just giving up so mm-hmm. yeah it comes a lot to the fact that when i deal with a lot of bdsm and kink yep you know i can do this with that person but i can't do it with my wife i said why mm-hmm. when she won't i said how did you present it to her yeah you know how did you present it is your relationship outside the bedroom good that you able to do this or you not meet eye to eye you always arguing then you want to spank her yeah she's like what the hell (laughs) exactly she's not with the program i want to feel safe in all places i want to feel like i can do everything with you because i know that you actually care about me that you're not objectifying me that you don't just because that's the thing i get that a lot where like he wants to have sex but he knows everything is wrong in the relationship why would i want to give that to him. Why would I want to connect with him that way? But then I'll get the other side of the couple being like, but that's how I connect. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, but that's a conversation you have outside the bedroom. Yeah. have a lot of, a lot of conversations that we shouldn't be having in the bedroom because that sets up the energy. Mm. We need to talk about what does sex mean to you before that? What does love mean to you? Yes. 
What's desire? What's arousal? What's betrayal? These are questions that go beneath the surface for connection. Yes. And I also work, and just because I'm talking to your goddesses, mm-hmm. I know there's some, some boss bitches out there, but every yeah. time we talk about them, I want to address them because it keeps coming up that they withhold sex because mm-hmm. that they withhold sex. Mm-hmm. And I try to let them know that one of my platforms is pleasure. Despite what you're going through, despite what's going on, pleasure is a relief, mm-hmm. not a reward. Mm-hmm. Pleasure is your birthright. You deserve mm-hmm. pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people give excuses. It's the dishes. It's the kids. It's the bills. And I always question them. The dishes will be done. The kids going to be out the house. You know, the bills going to be paid. What's going to be your excuse then? Yeah. If this is an excuse, mm-hmm. this is avoidant behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And we need to address this intimacy avoidant behavior. Because yeah. you can't keep giving excuses. Why do your house have to be clean to want to release? Do you know the benefits of an orgasm? Mm. Do you know that that would give you the energy to clean the whole house? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that the what feeling of connection, the feeling you, of love will give you that energy oh, that, to do that, anything? That part, yes. I don't know about the orgasm part, you know, because that, it don't give me no energy. I'm asleep. I don't know. <laughs> it worked both ways, but when you wake up, you're refreshed. Yes, that is true. You get that is true. You get yes. the refreshing sleep. You get the yes. refreshing rest. That was that good sleep. Yeah. And then you can conquer all. Instead of feeling like pleasure is something you have to deserve, you deserve pleasure in and out the bedroom. Remember, yes. pleasure is not always in the bedroom. You deserve an arousal life in and out the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so when we withhold that self-betrayal, withhold these things is because I can't have this unless I do this. Yeah. And then make it kind of like contingent on something. I can't be happy unless this happens. Yeah. I can't do this unless something. And that's a negative um, negative narrative that we need to address. Yeah. And we get those negative narratives and that gives us also a negative feedback. Mm -hmm. So we come back with a negative response in our mind. Mm -hmm. And so we start talking to ourselves in a way that we should never talk to ourselves. Never. And that's why it helps when we sit in a session or even online and and you say the stuff out loud and I just be looking at you like, did Mm -hmm. you just hear yourself? Right. Did you just hear yourself? And that's where those it people is. come back to that aha moment that we talked about. I was like, I love, I wow, love I can't aha believe moments. I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love aha moments because it's not for me, it's for you. Yes. Right. I didn't give it to you. You came up on yourself and you empowered when you come up on it yourself. Right. Yes. Right. Empowered. That's, I mean, that's really what I'm getting from all of this that you're talking about. Having goddesses be equipped with this with the permission to talk about this, the permission to explore, the permission to really look at themselves and know that it is okay to communicate a lot of these things to their partner. It's, and that's what we do. I work with goddesses from a space of um, having to know their story, like you were talking about, once you have power over your story and challenging who gave you that story, right? And again, who are they to do that? And then moving to a space, once you do that, being able to connect more deeply with anybody in your life. I love that. This mm-hmm. is all empowerment. Mm-hmm. It's very good. So, 
with that, I want to make sure that they walk away with something. I believe you did answer the question about the rules because you were just now talking about some of the rules. <laughs> like one of the rules, don't don't hold the nookie because you're mad and like you think you know that's that shouldn't be a power play. That shouldn't be something that you do with that. But if you um, feel like doing that, and I do, and you know what, I come across this because I don't want people in my inbox coming for me. <laughs> um, I just want you to know I'm saying that to the point where if you want to withhold, it comes from withhold to discuss. Mm. Like my mother always told me, if you're not going to talk to the manager. So <laughs> she's like, you don't, you know, I'm like, you know how people be like, I'm not going to tip them. Like, if you don't feel like you need a tip, you need to talk to the manager. Mm. If you want to withhold, that's a conversation. You'd be like with your partner and be like, I know you want to have sex, but I feel like that we need to do this, 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 and this, this is this, and this will make me connect. And I teach my couples how to say this is, honey, I don't feel like doing A, I can do B, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like doing A. I yeah. teach them to have a, give them a choice of either or, because everybody has a different reaction to no. No yeah. triggers a lot of people. Yeah. And we don't know with the climate of today, no can just take people over the edge. And I'm saying you don't, you don't have to do it with compromise. Yeah. Compromise and let's work it together. And because I teach my couples, when a person is coming to you, that's a bid for attention. And mm-hmm. if you keep smacking down that bid for attention, they're going to stop coming. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's rejection. That's what it is. They, you are rejecting them again and again. What is your expectation for someone when you reject them? Because how, how would you manage someone again and again telling you, no, I do not want you? I don't. And it, there's more to it, but that's what they hear, that's what they experience and they feel. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that, the, the discussion, like having it be a prompt for discussion and not just a, a punishment or a carrot, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any books or any other resources uh, for the ladies to grab a hold of so that they can start to um, learn more about their intimacy on their own, um, more about their self-love, more about being fearful in their communication about their intimacy? Okay. I'm not fearful, fearless, sorry. <laughs> I always had the thing with that. Um, I like Brene Brown with yes. just being vulnerable yes. um, and opening up. Um, I have, I always, with my coaching clients, I recommend the book. I don't have the author right now. Come as you are. Mm-hmm. Come as you are is Emily. I can't remember her last name. I'll find um, you. Come as you are. Mm-hmm. And then I also recommend Becoming Clitorate. You want to you wanna present everything but you got to know what your body doing mm-hmm. you got to know your body a lot of women don't even don't even look at their vulvas don't even know what it look like um i say reintroduce yourself get a mirror it's part of self intimacy know your body and just get in the mirror and just love your body because if you don't connect with yourself nobody else will yeah. and we want everybody this but a lot of times people what's more sexy and God is like if you are really accepting of the skin that you're in mm-hmm. so and people know it's fake and people it's a turn off when you hear I hear women coming I'm so fat I'm I didn't shave I don't do that and their partner is telling them I love you love you love you for you where you are but the partner gets tired mm-hmm. they get tired you know mm-hmm. and then because they can't give it to you you have, they want to support you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just think about it. Despite all, you know what? Well, yeah, I do. I do need to lose some weight. But you know what? My partner loves me for where I am right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. just saying affirmations. Affirmations like, you know, I do need to do this. But right here, right now, 
as I work on it, I deserve pleasure. Mm -hmm. So the book, like becoming clitorate, um, come as you are. I have a book, um, reclaiming your sexual self by Catherine Hall. Okay. Um, reclaiming your sexual health by Catherine Hall and everything like that. It's all about that. And then even if you, before you get to the sex, get to your self-esteem. Yes. And mm -hmm. your self-worth. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the, the cheapest way is everything. If anybody follows me on the wire sex therapist, no ESX, all my posts give tips. Mm -hmm. All my posts give uh, journaling. I give you, I give you free game all the time because this is my mission for you to evolve. If you read the post, and a lot of people don't, and I'm okay with that, but some people do, and they DM my DM like, thank you. All you need to do is get your journal, read what my post is, journal how you feel about it. Yes. I always talk post. about something, awareness, and everything like that. Journal like that. And I say this with me and a lot of sex educators. Mm -hmm. And a lot of everything like this. A lot of time you don't need to be one on one if you can't afford it at that time. Just don't scroll in life. Sit there and take a post, get naked with it, and journal about it. You'd be amazed what all you can unleash. Mm -hmm. So with your post, I will say because I've I've seen other sex therapists, I've seen a lot of different types of therapists, but what really drew me in Renelle is even without reading your entire post, you always have something something really powerful to share but your illustrations the pictures that you decide to choose are so bold they are and they speak a million words that in and of itself is an opening of it is okay for me to even be thinking these things it's okay for me to take this in and process it for myself and what does this really mean for me so I love that that's what really drew me in because I want my goddesses to feel powerful like that that they can um, they can open up these topics for their for themselves, for their partners, um, and that they can have it all. You don't have to have all this other stuff, but this is one piece that you have to, like you say, self-sacrifice, right? It, it's, it's about pleasure. Our whole lives are about pleasure. Why are we doing all this stuff if we're not trying to have pleasure in all the areas of our lives, right? That's the whole point of it. So I love that. Did you have any other questions? Um, I've got a thousand questions, but we ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> So, Renell, I'm so excited. Can you say again, what is your website? I'm going to type it in, but I want to make sure that everyone gets it. Tell me again where people can find you, can connect with you, um, and get more support from you. Okay, so right now, um, Instagram, I'm not active on social media. I took a break, but when I come back, uh, you can find me at, at Noir Sex Therapist, no E in sex. Mm -hmm. um, if you're dealing with affairs and you want to stay with your partner, I do have... Um, at Affair Aftercare. Okay. Um, and then I do have a Facebook page of the same at Affair Aftercare. And then I have a Facebook page for um, Kaleidoscope Services with Renelle Nelson. Okay. So ladies, I will absolutely be sharing all of that information with you. It'll be clickable so you can get right to it after our podcast. Please take advantage, like uh, Renelle said, she has a lot of goodies out there that are absolutely free, so you can start working on yourself right away. Don't wait. Don't put it off and keep saying, well, I'm going to get to it later, because this is important now. In order for you to have a foundation for all this goddess glow that you're looking for, you need to be kind of digging into all those spaces, and mm -hmm. Renelle is teaching us about one of those spaces that is so sacred and important to us being a goddess. 
Thank you so much, Renelle, for joining us this afternoon. Um, and I look forward to more of your posts and me learning myself from everything that you continue to share with us. We really appreciate you taking the time to. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You already know that. Come and get this close. Gotta see you Limitless in everything you do They already know when you come through You shut it down when you walk into the room